Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. Everybody's got a little something to say. Let's check in with Eddie first. On Sunday, you can catch him watching football. And if the Cowboys are playing, he will not answer your call. Here he is, producer Eddie. Let's go. That's true. Hey, help me out on this. I just do not understand the whole idea on this. There is a pair of pants in the back room over there. That's like sit- in the glass room? No, no, in the production room in the back. And it's right there on a road case. Got it. And they sit there folded. And I asked someone, like, whose pants are these? And they said, oh, that's lunchboxes. Those are his jeans. When a guest comes in, he goes in, puts the jeans on, comes in the studio. When the guest leaves, he takes his pants off, puts them back over there. What? I don't understand the point of this. Like, the rule was if their guests come in the studio, look presentable, yes. wear pants, wear jeans. He literally just puts on the jeans for a guest and then takes them off again. Yes, well, and uses the room, room as a closet. Right. The production Why not room. just wear jeans to work that day? Uh, Eddie, try riding a bike with jeans on. Okay, but then just put them on when you get here and just leave them on. Like dress well, for work. You're not Reba. You don't need three <laughs> outfit changes. Yeah, I understand that, but I am sweaty when I get here, so I need time. Well, then get five minutes before you get here to dry off. <laughs> no, no. I, it, it doesn't take five minutes to dry off. You need a few, like an hour to dry off, let hour. the sweat dry, and then I can go put my pants on. That's what I do. Bring a towel. We shouldn't be using production spaces for closets. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we need to, you know, like when you go to a pool, there's like a list of rules that are written out, everything you have to do. We need a sign with a guy yeah, diving like, in the have, water. No, but oh I mean, I feel like we need like a list of rules for everybody to see, like pick up your space, clean up the studio, don't treat it like a closet. Wear your jeans. Don't be late. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Wear your jeans. I mean, Wear I do. long pants. Look, yeah, yeah, I, I was told in I winter, never... you're not going to ride your bike anymore. So you can well, just cover jeans. We're figuring that out. Okay. Uh, moving on. He can't get employed the month for October because he's been blocked. When that happened, none of us were shocked. Here's Lunchbox. Okay, look, man. I've got an issue with my neighbors. I'm kind of in a spat, a disagreement, a silent war because they've already carved their pumpkins. 
And they have their carved pumpkins sitting on their front porch. And so every day, my kids are like, Dada, can we carve pumpkins today? Dada, can we carve pumpkins today? But if you carve them already, they're going to be rotten by Halloween. When do you deem it appropriate to carve pumpkins? I do it about the 20th because that's 11 days before Halloween. I feel like that's about enough time that they won't rot before Halloween. You said something very important there. And I hope you caught what you just said because I do agree. You said, I feel. What? (laughs) What do you mean? I said that. It is just your feeling. It is not an absolute truth. There's no reason to be upset at somebody because they don't feel the same way you feel. They're not hurting anyone. Yes, they're making my life difficult because I get my kids every day saying, Dada, they have their pumpkins carved. Can we carve our pumpkins? Then why don't you carve yeah, one, leave it out now. for a few days, and yeah. do another one yeah. on the 20th? Multiple carvings. That's oh too my. much. That's a lot. That's do you understand how it's a lot to carve a pumpkin? Oh, dude, a mess in the house when well, you Well, then have in. the carved pumpkins out for the early part, and then don't have them around Halloween. Just a lot of solutions here instead of right. being in a silent <laughs> war with a neighbor. All right, thank you. But you think I have a beef? No. no. She was on the new season of Building Roots, her sister's TV show. Ooh. She's been on camera so much, she's basically a pro. Here's Amy. Woo. Okay, I got got, well, I guess an Instagram ad got my attention, and now I just keep thinking about how our cell phones are killing us and giving us brain tumors. I mean, this is an ad that stopped me in my tracks, and I watched it like three times. There's an ad about cell phones giving us tumors? Yeah, because I guess they have a product that'll help us like... Are you endorsing this product? No. No, We don't have to say the product, because I have no idea if it works. I'm just saying it showed up. Like, but the fear in the voice and what they're saying and then the images, like it has this graphic of your brain and tumors growing on oh, it. No. Feels legit. All right, here, play it. Radiation from our 5G and Wi-Fi devices in excess can be harmful to our health. Okay, so but hit you with word- two words here. Can be. Number one, radiation in excess. They're not defining excess. He, he does can, in a minute. And then can be. Okay, that's like saying promotes growth of something. Mm. What does that even mean? It means if the environment's exactly right, it might help. First of all, you don't think these phones have been tested a thousand times? Uh, this is what he addresses. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh boy. Nobody is talking about it. The real problem is that the government did not update safety standards for these devices. The last time they were updated was in 1996 when smartphones didn't exist. So now, a stu- I want to say, I, he's probably right. All right, moving on. But there's one Does more your thing. Head hurt right now? Well, I've always said we had we haven't done enough testing on the phones, but it's either we're going to believe this dude or. The government and both kind of seem crooked. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't believe him anymore. But I mean, there's there's got to be something to waves, skull, head, yeah. brains, radiation, all that. But do I think it's just going to pop up in an f- Instagram ad where he's the one that knows the secret? How much does it cost us? So I can get it. Well, I, is it a hat? Um, no, it's a chip that you like put on the outside of your phone right here, and it helps like I guess suck up some of the That's radiation, be a scam. not all of it. I was not. That's got to be a know. scam. Oh, I'm gonna Google. Do you want to know what he said about time, or do you want him to say it? Just, just <laughs> well, you're killing time right now, so just say something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He said that 17 minutes a day on your phone for 10 years is where we really get into trouble, and you know that for the last 10 years we've been on our phones for 17 minutes a day. But I don't know. He's telling the truth. Like, what's, what's the source? Trust me, bro? Yeah, I don't know. He, he mentioned a bunch of scientists. I edited them out. <laughs> I know. This stuff gets me, too, sometimes. But I'm like, how does he know? And then I'm like, what if he's the only person who does know? And he's, like, yelling, I got the info, and no one will listen. Yeah. In the end, though, I'm not going to buy it from Instagram because it popped up as an ad. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate you sharing that. No problem. But I would have done the same thing. I'd have been like, i got to bring this to the show. They're going to freak out. All right, let's go, Ray. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, his therapist says he missed out on being a kid. So get some Pringles and pop the lid. Bobby Bones. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, this is a sad song I want to play here. Just a little sad music. Um, this has been very difficult. I want everybody to know that the last six weeks, five weeks have been hard. This whole fall has kind of gone to S because I feel like I have no value, no worth because Arkansas just they can't win. I thought they were going to be good this year. I put a lot, a lot into it. And I have dreams now of being sad. That's where it, come to me, it came to me. Last night I had a dream about being sad because Arkansas couldn't win a game. A dream in my dream. It's affecting my dreams. That's sad on sad. Like that's my dream of being sad that I'm sad. And I wake up and I'm sad. So I need to reevaluate my priorities because it's affecting me in other places than just watching a game and doing a sports show. I'm having literal dreams about how sad I am that Arkansas is, a, is a losing. So I'm just letting you guys know I will be talking to my therapist about it. I'm going to try to lose some of the prioritization of letting a game affect my life. Mm, this is gross. Trying. Because when I woke up this morning, I was like, did I have a dream that I was sad or am I just sad? And both. It's both. I had a dream I was walking around and sad music was playing over the speakers everywhere I went because Arkansas couldn't win a game. So you're not going to watch football on Saturdays? No, anymore? I'm going to. Heck yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Draft Dra Kings, baby. I'll watch us play Alabama at 11 and Draft Kings. Okay, okay. You ain't never taken me okay. out. I still got my Arkansas hoodie on. I bleed red. Okay. Yeah, we all do. But still. I'm right, blood's red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Would you ever... Like, no. Because, I'm never going to stop watching it. And no, I didn't. It was a, fast. Wasn't, what are you going to say? That wasn't my question. Oh. Because uh, just speaking of betting, and I know that's fun for you too, but would you ever... Like, if you knew Arkansas was going to lose, like, would you ever bet for Alabama? Never. Just because? Oh, never. Wow. I would rather take all the winnings. Because on, on our show, 25 Whistles, I tell people exactly how much I bet for the whole week, every single bet. Like I said, I bet all this much. This is my plus or minus. I would take everything I won this last week, which is a lot, and give it all up for a win. Mm -hmm. Amy, you just don't bet that game. Stay yeah. away from that game. Okay, bet, I was just, just asking. So, because I had a dream that I was sad... I feel like it's a little too much, and I need to reevaluate my priorities. Just let everybody know. Don't go too drastic. Keep no. us posted. This is good. I come in. I hate football. <laughs> I hypnotize it out of myself completely. So that's where we are. Just wanted to share that with everybody. And I do have my Arkansas hoodie on. Still love Arkansas. Also love Kansas State, though, now. Never yeah. never as much as Arkansas. <laughs> that's pretty good. Those guys are pretty good. I like them. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I attended a parent-teacher night with my fourth grade daughter about a month ago. While I was there, her teacher was very friendly towards me. Too friendly. Let's call her Miss A. Once Miss A confirmed my single status through small talk, she started centering her attention on me very obviously not paying as much attention to the other parents in attendance. As we were leaving, Miss A asked me to stay back for a second. While my daughter waited in the hall, she asked me out. I politely declined for two reasons. One, she's my kid's teacher. And two, I really wasn't interested. She seemed okay at the time, but now two months later, my daughter, who was getting straight A's and B's, is getting C's and D's. Ooh. When I asked her what had happened, she said she didn't know, but that Miss A didn't like her very much. I think I see what's happening here, but believe if I confront her with my suspicions, she'll say I'm being egocentric. And how do I prove otherwise? How do I deal with this? Signed, single dad. <laughs> First of all, the A's and B's to C's and D's, 
I think if there is no difference in how your daughter is acting or if she's not getting any trouble, that is a weird drop off. It's a weird drop off. A huge red flag. And and the, if it starts happening right when that happened, right when she says you want to go out and you say no, ooh, yeah. First, don't. But let's first evaluate. Are you being egocentric? Do you even think? Do you think it's about you? And there's a chance it's not. Okay. If you for sure are like, no, I, I really think this is about me. I have the perfect solution. You call Miss A and you say, hey, look, I know it was awkward a little bit when I said I didn't want to go out with you, but I do want to go out with you, but it needs to be when my daughter's out of your classroom. He's and, not attracted to her. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> and then once the daughter leaves the classroom, you don't never go out with her. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, hey. So he has to That's wait. Smart. He has to lead this on for a year? What? No, like you don't have to lead year? anything on. You just say, hey, I've been thinking about the conversation that we had. This is if you really feel this is happening. You're not doing it for you. You're doing it for your daughter. Yeah, so I really, I really been thinking about this, and I, I'm, I just couldn't say yes then. And here's why: one, my daughter is still in your class, and I don't want her to be getting favor because she's in your class. Other kids, other parents will be upset. So if it's okay with you, I'd love to go out with you, but after my daughter ends up finishing your grade, and then boom, she finishes the grade, and then you decide you don't want to go out there anymore, and then everybody wins except for the teacher who was mean to begin with. But yeah. then you set up a date, and then you don't show up. No, you don't do that. Oh, well, you just cancel no. it after she finishes her grade. Well, and gets her final grade. Okay, the teacher already sounds a little off. Yeah, but her rocker. Yes, so then absolutely. She comes in. Oh, do you hurt her feelings? Harms twice? you, but she can't affect your kid anymore. Yeah. Then she'll kill you. Right? That's, That's okay. She didn't kill your kid. This is a lifetime original movie in the works. And you're not saying you're keeping yourself from dating anybody, or everybody changes their mind on going out with people. I would, listen, if it were me, that's what I would do to save my kid. I mean, you could just be like, I can't stop thinking about you. Oh, my God. That's even worse. You just, like, took it from zero <laughs> yeah, to 100. Yeah, then you at the end. I would not I do mean, that. I mean, you could do Forrest Gump. What? What's that? Jen and Yeah. No, when Forrest needs to get in school with better grades. Oh, oh, he's on vacation? What? No. no your mom your comes over? Your mama sure does care about your schooling? Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that, though. I would just say, hey, I've been thinking about it. I'd actually love to go out. I just didn't feel comfortable saying that then, but after she finishes your grade. If you did tell her that and the grades changed immediately, I mean, there's your answer. So that's good. Boom. Oh, true. Yeah. But waiting the whole school then, then year, that might you, be too much. What do you mean waiting? You never have to do anything. You're not. I think principal. Do you want none of this is go to the principal? No. No, I don't think so. That what? Teacher, then, what? then they're going to move your kid from her class. It's going to be all dramatic. I'm just trying to keep my kid uninvolved. Okay. Okay, there is a 1% chance the kid just is making bad grades now. I agree. Yes, that's why I'm saying, like, has her attitude changed over the last few months? Is there anything in her life that would cause her to drop off? Right. That's why I think you could go to maybe the school counselor or something. No, I'd fake it. Because even if she has had her grades fall off for real, maybe the teacher boosts them because she knows she's about to go out with you. So she thinks. (laughs) That's my advice. I like it. It's risky. Maybe your best advice ever. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not saying it's integrity filled, but I'm looking out for the kid, number one. Okay. That's it. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, Bobby Bone Show recommends something to watch. Okay, everybody go around the room and recommend something to watch. Eddie. I watched Beckham. It's the documentary on Netflix about David Beckham. I thought it was going to be more about the Beckhams, like Posh Spice and David, but it's more about David's career and all that. Uh, very sports? Uh, no, because... I need it, a new sport because I told you I'm sad about Arkansas. Right. Hey, so yeah. football, football. Football. Yeah. You can do that. But it's it's interesting. Like, living in America, I don't think we realize how important David Beckham was to his country and to Europe in general. Pretty amazing. And so his story is crazy, but a few things I learned about him is that... Uh, he uh, 
kind of a selfish dude. Huh? Like, kind of a selfish guy. Kind of like, have to be to be a superstar. Yeah. It, but what it, do you mean selfish? Like, he wouldn't give hungry kids a bite of his taco? Oh, no, wow. No, no, no. Like, like, so when he got married to Victoria and all that, like, he kept changing teams. And, like, she would be having babies. And he'd be like, I'm moving to Madrid. I'm moving to Milan. I'm moving I mean, to America. That. She also knows who she's married <laughs> and to. And she was like, what the crap? I'm having a baby. Like... Chill. And he's like, no, nah, got to go. I don't feel like that's selfish. I feel like they're setting up their life for the rest of their life. And here's another thing I learned. <laughs> like, man, the, Briti- the, the British soccer fans are brutal. Yeah, they're crazy. Like, they were mean to him. Yeah. But then at the end of the documentary, I'm like, do I feel bad for David Beckham? Because he kind of has it all. Like, I know he got bullied a lot by his fans and all that stuff. But, like, yeah, pretty good. Who do you feel worse for, David Beckham or, like, Matt Jones for the Patriots? Ooh, it's Mac, a bit of that happening, right? But bigger scale. What, what's what's going on with Mac? Uh, quarterback of the Patriots sucks, but the team mm. sucks. And it's just dramatic now because it sucks. But Beckham, the documentary is really good. Okay, thank you, Eddie. Yeah, is yeah. it one episode or a series? Uh, it's a series. I think it's four episodes. Hey, Abby, would you come to the microphone? Yeah. The Bobby Bone Show recommends something to watch. What did you watch? So it's it came out in 2016 on Hulu, but it's called 11 and that's the date JFK was assassinated. 11 63 Yeah, and so this guy goes back in time to the 60s to try to stop it and, like, solve who did it and all that. Like, it is crazy. I'm watching this. It's I could not stop watching it. What artist goes, 11 22 63 I didn't know who that was. I don't know, man. I thought you were just making it up. No, it's a song, and it goes, It's like it yells a date or something. Who the heck is that? It's like a hip-hop artist. I don't know why that's in my head. Oh, man, we're all going to go crazy. <laughs> no idea. I'm going to go crazy if we don't figure this out. What's the name of this, yeah. this show? What, he just... Who cares? 11, Yours. 11, oh. 11, oh, yeah, here, you can hear it like this. 11, 22, 63. Okay. okay. Yeah. So good, you have to watch it. That does sound good. Yeah, oh, and it's like... Is it Sublime? No. April 29, Yeah, that's no, Miami. No, it's, it's that's an Miami. artist. It's an artist who does it. It's like a... The rapper. Yeah, no. Oh man. my gosh, I see him tip my tongue. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Caitlin will know. <laughs> I'm gonna drive everybody crazy until I get it. Let me ask. Hello, can you help me? What's the uh whatever the artist in a song, he does like a melody like that. Like a rapper. nine. All right, thank you. Let me know. Thanks. It's not, like, it's not Drake. You'd be like, I'm busy. Like, oh, I know. I know. Oh. It's just a bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, thank you, Abby. Yeah. All right, let's go over and check in with Morgan number two. What do you got? It's a show called Lioness on Paramount Plus, and we've got Zoe Sedalna and Nicole Kidman in it. <laughs> I know, I pronounced that wrong. But it's really good. It's like a about a special ops team in this Lioness program where they basically send somebody in to be like a spy under this big action thing that happens. I did commercials for Paramount Plus because that Paramount Plus and that was one of the shows that I mentioned hey you should check this out it's oh that's good. cool oh it's so good Zoe Saldana yeah. Zoe Saldana I looked it up but it's, so it's good huh yeah it was really good like I binged it in one day that's how good it was wow how many episodes did you watch there, I think there's eight wow oh, that must be nice wow that's crazy 24 seconds I gotta get that whatever that is 92 92 okay uh, Lunchbox do you have anything yeah go uh, Big Brother let me tell you, great what? seasons. No, it's a great season of Big Brother. They made a twist where one of them in the house is a mom and a son, and no one knows. 
So a mom and his son are in the house, and they can't let anybody know, or else they're going to get voted out immediately. Dude, you want to talk about drama, them trying to hide it and not show that they, you know, like they can't hug and kiss and be like, oh, love you, mom. Night, mom. It's just you have to act like they're a random stranger. How hard would That's that crazy. be? That's uh, crazy. Finally, mine is called Invasion. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. My wife's like, we should watch this show called Invasion. And I'm like, aliens, sign me up. I start to get turned on. Aliens? <laughs> um, and so really, it's about what happens to the world as aliens invade. It's not like the Will Smith movies where they're fighting all the aliens. And like the first five or six episodes, and I, it's literally about how everybody's reacting to it. So it's very much a sociology type thing until later. There's some real dramatic stuff happening now later in the first season, but they just started a second season. And that's oh. why she figured out about it. It's, it's crazy. So we don't fight them? Where I am now, I'm not, I don't want to spoil too much. Because at first, I just thought it was only the sociology of how people would react in yeah. groups in different parts of the world when aliens invaded. I would think that, too. But it is good. Earth is visited by an alien species that threatens humanity's existence. Events unfold in real time through the eyes of five ordinary people across the globe as they struggle to make sense of the chaos unraveling around them. Pon at who, aliens? Hey. Here we go. We found it. <laughs> Betty Wap. You know who told me, Caitlin? Hold on, Ray. Will you turn that? Hold on, turn on down. Here's Caitlin's message. Are you talking about like 1738? Hey, I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> that is Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Yeah. Ah, but that's not the date. Yeah. I didn't know the date. It was a melody, but okay. numbers. I knew she had me. 1738. Our Abby show was called uh, 1122. All right, thank you. That's stuff we recommended. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Ashley is a mom of two, lives in Evansville, Indiana, and she decided to take the kids to the Westside Nut Club Fall Festival. Uh, I love the old nut club. One of the best. Yeah, one of the best. So she's out there with the kids, and her three-year-old son, Maddox, is uh, pitching a fit. He's throwing a tat and tantrum. He's upset about something. No, no, Mom, I'm not going to go there. No, no, I don't want to. And mom's embarrassed. Oh, my gosh. What do I do? And I've been in that situation. It's embarrassing when your kid is throwing a tantrum. You, there's nothing to do. So Ashley's sitting there. Oh, my gosh. Michael, Michael, stop. Please, please, please. Maddox, stop, stop. 16-year-old Michael, he's playing a carnival game. Boom, he pops the balloon, wins a big red panda, and he's walking down the fair. He goes, oh, my gosh, that kid's crying. Maybe this panda will cheer him up. What? So he gives Maddox the big panda that he just won, and Maddox is like... Oh, okay, I feel better now. So, thanks to the 16-year-old who gave this kid... I, would, I wouldn't give the kid a panda, and I'm an adult man. That you worked hard for? Yeah. that I probably am just going to like let sit in the house and get dusty anyway, but for that moment, <laughs> I'm walking around like ding-a-ling, because I just knocked the barrels down. It's true. When you get that big red panda, you're like, what am I going to do with this but thing? But it's so valuable for a bit. When they hand it to you, you're like, oh, I did it. And then, like, half hour later, when you got to find a place to put in the car, you're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> exactly. But good for that teenager. That's really cool. Hey, man, for a 16-year-old, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's really good. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The oldest versus the youngest, elder versus millennial. It's Eddie and Morgan answering questions about each other's generation. Let's go to the questions first. Eddie, come on. Who played the ball, the role of Bella Swan in the Twilight film series? What is her name? Bella Swan. Hmm, what is her name? Cannot remember her name. Oh my gosh. Eileen Edwards. Oh, that's <laughs> Shania Twain. I'm sorry. So, uh, Morgan, would you like to steal? Yes, Kristen Stewart. That's, that's correct. It. Give Morgan that stealer point. Now, let me introduce the player here. Up first, he's a dad of four. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. He's the best friend you could ever choose, but don't talk to him after the Cowboys lose. Oh. It's producer Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Morgan, over to you. What 1982 Toto song experienced a resurge in popularity in 2018 when Weezer covered it? Here's a clip of the song. Africa. Correct. (laughs) Now. She runs all our digital. On her Jeep's dash, you can see more than one duck. Uh oh. We can rhyme with that. And she's looking for a partner that she'd like to have luck with. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That's scary. Yeah, that scared me, too. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, on what Disney TV show? Oh, boy. Hannah Montana's best friend has a name. What's her name? Oh, no. On the Disney TV show Hannah Montana, what's the best friend's name? Oh, that's got to be Eileen. Eileen Edwards. Incorrect. No. Yes, that's Shania Twain. Morgan. Her name is Lily. That's correct. No clue. <laughs> Morgan, over to you. What American TV show from the 70s and 80s still holds the record for the most watched finale ever with more than 100 million households tuning into the finale of this show? From the 70s and 80s. I mean, I mean, there's a few that like records come to mind here. Gray's NCIS. The record for the finale. Bones is that one. Can you read it? Read it one more time. Yes, and I need an answer pretty quickly. Okay. What American TV show from the 1970s and 80s still holds the record for most watched finale ever with 100 million households tuning in? Mm, NCIS. Incorrect. Mm. 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, you need this to stay alive. I do, I do. Yeah. And you were alive during this time. And I know it. It's MASH. That's correct. Let's go! Morgan 3, Eddie 1. Eddie, you have to get this right. I know. In order to move on. Give me an easy one, man. No, I'll give you whatever's listed here. <laughs> in the Harry Potter series, what's the name of the school that Harry, Ron, and Hermione attend? Hogwarts. Correct. <laughs> Morgan, get this for the win. According to the hit 1981 song by Tommy Two-Tone, if you dial 8675309, you will reach a woman with what first name? <laughs> what? Here's a clip. Ever heard that before? No. You've never heard that song? 8675309. We, I mean, we weren't born either. I mean, but well, I mean, yeah, let's go. Uh, okay. No. Who answers? If you call that number, who answers? Does it rhyme with nine? I guess I was one years old. <laughs> Eddie, do uh, you not know it? No, I don't oh, know it. I do. I have a guess. Bobby, did you know it? Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Morgan, answer? Eileen? Uh, Line. Well, that's not it. Time. Incorrect. Eddie, you need this to tie the game to go to sudden death. So here's the clip again. Who answers? If you call this number, Caroline will answer. answer. Is that your answer? Yes. (laughs) Amy? Jenny. 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 Oh, I was trying to run with nine. Oh, yeah. man, I didn't know that. Morgan, you win. Nice. Woo-hoo! She's up two. Yeah, baby. On the season. And she did Austin Powers in your face. Amy, I need your advice on how to handle this situation mm-hmm. because we have somebody on the show who wants to do something nice for somebody else on the show. But then we have somebody else on the show, that person who wants to do something not nice to the person that was going to do something nice to them without knowing of each other's motives. Okay. Mm. So what, what What? What? do you need me to... I don't know. I need you to help sure. because... Okay, so look. So Morgan wants to do something nice for Lunchbox. Right. Oh. Lunchbox has something he wants to do that's not nice for Morgan. Okay. And they mm-hmm. don't know about each other's... Okay. Well, I just... You, do you want to do Morgan's first? I feel like, yeah, we just let this play out. <laughs> However, huh. I mean... Okay. and then, But Morgan has every right to take back. 
She can do take that. Oh, I like it. I like yes. it. Yes. So, like, she can do it first, and then Lunchbox can do his thing, and then she can decide. His thing. Morgan. Yeah. Uh, you go first. You you want to do something nice for Lunchbox. Go ahead. Well, yeah, he came on here, and he said, I'm not a team player because I didn't get him a free Titans box that has some merch in it. Two years in a row. Tennessee Titans, the football, they send, like, jackets and hoodies and yeah. stuff. It's awesome. You did not get one. Did not get one two years in a row. But, I mean, nobody got one except for Morgan and myself. Exactly, but whenever stuff comes to the studio, Scuba's like, oh, this person got left off the list, and they hit up the people and be like, just so you know, these are all the people on the show. Yeah. So, that, that never being said, Morgan, what did you do? So I went to my guy, Nate, at the Titans, and I said, hey, listen, Lunchbox has been crying about not getting his own box. Is there any way you can send one up here? And you know what? He did. So there's one for him. And Shout it's good Nate. stuff. There's a jacket, a hoodie. Yeah, there's that some is real what good I'm talking stuff in about. there. Yes. How, is there a catch? Well, I was going to make him have to give everybody on the show one compliment in order to receive the box. So A sincere compliment? Yeah, like a genuine compliment. Everybody has to have one. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox, you need to compliment everybody in the room here. Can you do that? Sincere. And if you feel like it's a joke at all, Morgan, don't give him the box. All right. I, I will do that. Amy, first. Amy is a good mom. Thank you. Wow. There you go. Okay, we're starting strong. Good job, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's a good editor. Well, thank yes. you. I mean, yeah. thanks. Okay. I can edit. I can edit. Does. Let, let's try to take two on that one. Yeah, try to be. It's a little more personal. Yeah. Eddie's a um, good Hispanic. That, no, no that, that'll work. No, but that's not that's that's data, as Amy says. <laughs> Eddie's good at breathing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> try hard, dude. You can do this. Eddie is now reliable. Bobby's turned him into reliable, like he shows up. Now reliable. I thought now he said not reliable. reliable. No, Morgan, that's not. He is now. That's a compliment. <laughs> he said, yeah. I mean, it's like eighty percent. You said now, or you could have just said he's reliable. Yeah. You give it to him. <laughs> We'll circle back. Okay, we'll circle back on that one. <laughs> Mike D. Uh, Mike D. Is reliable. Is reliable. <laughs> yeah. You can't use the same one for you everybody. You said that didn't count for Eddie. You can do a different one? Well, she said I couldn't use okay, that one. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. but give... But I just said Mike D is reliable. reliable. <laughs> you can't waste it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do use you really it. feel that way? I mean, he is. Why? Like whenever you had something to do, he's there. Okay. Okay, we'll take it. Morgan. Uh, Morgan has a good personality. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pretty wide, but all right. Okay. Me. Bobby's a go-getter. Reliable. <laughs> <laughs> you can look at him when he's you're talking. Go-getter. The best part is he's just using like one word. Right, and, that, and he keeps looking down when he says it. Like, okay. I look at Morgan to see <laughs> if she's... You can't look at the person. I got to look at Morgan once I say it to see what she Do says. Think, is go-getter acceptable? Do you feel complimented? No. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? You need another one. That doesn't even... It's just... Like you know, you're a go-getter. You see something you want it, you go get it. That's a go-getter. You could say Bobby is very hardworking. No, don't give him. But don't that's give him. Being a yeah, you can't I, say that's a go-getter. No, I'm just trying to help you it's okay. in how you give compliments. Can you give me a different one? Um, Sincere. I did. No, no, I said go-getter. No, I different. Uh, guys, be kind. This is hard for me. I know. Real hard. <laughs> this is why I did it. Bobby is talented. Yeah, he is. Okay. You know what? Do you feel okay. complimented? <laughs> I just feel like I want to get off this part. Um, okay, let's go back to Eddie. Eddie can cook a good chicken. That's true. That's, okay. a, that's, that's a good a compliment. compliment. Right, that was good. Okay, you, let's give Lunchbox his box. Oh! Now, How? Lunchbox. Oh, my goodness. Before you open the box. Let me open that sucker. Before you open the box, I think we should go and, and let you see what you were going to do with Morgan. Oh, yeah, yeah, But the problem is... 
Morgan, I don't even know if I felt comfortable with him saying it. Oh, no. It's, it's one of those where I have to, like, I, I feel like I should run it by her. Because Lunchbox has, he doesn't care. He'll just say whatever, which we love him for. But also. What is it? What come is here. It? Come here. I'm going to show you a piece of paper. Lunchbox wants to spill the tea on Morgan and say he saw something. Here we go. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> I know oh, what it is. God. I know what this is. Oh, I know God. what this is. Okay. Do you think he can oh. say it, Amy? <clears throat> yes, I, Amy, yes. Okay, I, I think he can say it, and I have my reasons okay. why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Amy says yes, The reason go. why. Yeah, yeah. No, let him say I, it. I, I'm going to say, happy birthday to uh, Morgan. <laughs> I am so impressed that you celebrated your 30th birthday in style. Oh, thank you. And I mean talking hickey style. <laughs> I mean, she comes back from California, and she thinks, oh, I'm in Cali. I'm drunk. I can make out with some <laughs> random dude, and no one will ever know. Only problem is he got a little sucky sucky on her what? neck, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, I got a Cali hickey. Hickey alert. That's what he said. Hickey alert. Hickey oh alert. And okay. I got photo evidence of the hick. He on sent the it to neck. me last night. Yeah. Morgan, what do you want to say about this? Okay, I would like to say I do have something on my neck. Then it's a burn. Oh, I literally no. burn okay. myself with a curling iron. Every girl would say that. Every girl says, it oh, happens. it's a burn. You want to know no, why? Lunchbox. Because they never admit it's a hick. Lunchbox. E. I would like to, you know what, here. Let, let I me, see one hick in let, a day on her neck. This is also now the second time he has done this. And you said last time that if he brings a spill the tea that is not accurate, <gasps> he gets the pillory. Uh-oh. No, that, that's not Uh-oh. how it works. It is. That's not accurate. She didn't have a hickey. Oh, yeah, she, she also just gave you a box. Prove it. Prove that it's not a hickey. She just it's did. Literally, you no, can look at it. There's a blister. Burn the other side of your neck yeah, and see if it matches. <laughs> Let's do it. Morgan, do you want him to keep the box? Let me he look can in this keep box. the box if he goes in the pillory. Look. That's a good rule. It's good stuff. You can keep the box if you go in the pillory. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm keeping he, the box. Okay, then go in the pillory. Pillory later? Yep, he okay. has to. All right, there he is. Bones. Here's a voicemail from last night. I just want to say I love Bobby Bones. Every morning, just take my kids to school, going to work, having a bad day, having a good day. I seriously just enjoy listening to Bobby Bones in the morning. Love you guys. Thank you. And by me, she means all of us. Nah, That's cool. like, I, don't no, like I don't enjoy listening to me. I enjoy listening to all of us. Oh, yes. Okay, Here's cool. another one. Scam alert. Scam alert. This is probably a known scam alert. But just got got onto Morgan Wallen tickets for his shows in Atlanta. Mm. Currently trying to dispute the payment with my bank. The tickets were not real. And I got got. Don't fall for the too good to be true, cheap, good seat tickets that are listed on Facebook because no. I got got. Yeah. Yeah, everything so, was wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Cheap. Everything. Too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Facebook. <laughs> and so what's Wallen. normal price? <laughs> not cheap. Really? Not cheap. <laughs> yeah, not too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. Here's the next one. I just saw Lunchbox on stage at the iHeart Festival. I'm watching the rerun of it on Hulu. <laughs> totally saw Lunchbox up on stage for 30 seconds to Marsh. Sounds great. Way to go, Lunchbox. And you can watch this too. Just go to Hulu and search for the iHeartRadio <laughs> Music Festival. The whole festival's up <laughs> until Halloween. Did you watch you? No. No. Oh. I haven't seen myself yet. I'm surprised. Why not? You're on TV. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've seen video. People sent me videos of it. So you've seen it that way. Yeah, but I haven't gone back and watched it. Here's another voicemail. Hello, Bobby Bones Show. I have a morning corny for Amy. Why didn't the skeleton want to fight a crocodile? Because he didn't have the guts to do it. (laughs) I hope you have a great day. Goodbye. Yeah, it's on delivery for that (laughs) day. Awesome. Dang, nailed it. it. Uh, Speaking of jokes, tickets go on sale today at 10 Eastern. 
for my charity show down in Vero Beach, Florida for the Jake Owen Foundation. That show is December 8th. It's in December, maybe December 8th, I'm pretty sure. And would love for you to come, all for charity. Tickets at 10 a.m. Eastern time, and you can get those at bobbybones.com. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you've got a problem and you want to solve it creatively, you should let your brain handle it as an overnight job. So what that means is right before you go to bed, you think about your problem and then let your subconscious mind yeah, this think is about it. Procrastination. This is never. <laughs> never. This will never work. It says your subconscious mind will come up with solutions while you yeah. sleep, and then you can check on the problem again the next morning and see if your brain came up with anything. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Because, Bones, you like to like nip it in the bud right then and there, right? Guys, if I'm going to go to sleep and plan on my brain getting work done while I sleep, why even go to sleep? Mm. You're not even resting your brain. No, no. Your brain is doing all kinds of things while you sleep. Yeah, trying what? to sleep. It's That's filing it's things away yeah. and deciding what you're you. going to remember. But also can't not. check in with it and be like, hey, Brian, you good? <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep if you still got this. There is no way I would trust that. It's like trusting an alarm. No alarm clock. I'm going to let my internal alarm clock wake me up. Risky. Now, I, my alarm clock maybe wakes me up once a month. I'm up every morning before my alarm clock goes oh, off. My. However, I would never go to sleep without it set. Because I know the one time... And I just don't want to risk it. And I'm not going, hey, be- hey, Brain, I'm going to go to bed. Uh, would you mind finishing up this report I got to do? I'll catch you in the morning. Never. Sounds dumb. Well, Reed Hoffman, he's the founder of LinkedIn. He says that. Unless how much liberals made up. And he's talking about <laughs> an overnight job. Yeah, that's what I, I think, think it was like, like. Prob- not like actual work. Like, oh, I need to write a whole comedy sketch and go to bed and you wake up and you that have it written. Cool. That's not it. Mm-hmm. It's more so. That's what I used to do with Napster overnight when we had Napster. I'd download every song that started with L. <laughs> And I just go to sleep and I wake up and I'd have 10,000 new songs. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. You had a problem. Like you're. Yeah, sounds illegal or dumb. Okay. Right. Hey, I'm going to try it. Uh, so, have you ever noticed at checkouts, like you say you're at the gas station and you're buying a bag of chips, whatever, and you look up and there's a mirror and you see yourself? Why is there a mirror above the Funyuns? No, up there, like at the behind the cash register. Do you see a mirror? I always thought it was for the, the store to have extra security. Like cameras? Yeah, and it's a way for other people in the store to like see you or the clerk or whatever. Oh, I've seen like the corner mirrors look like balls up there. Well, there are there are mirrors specifically put in stores when you're checking out or s- certain places so that you can see yourself. So if you are a thief and you're thinking about taking something, there is something to you looking at yourself and then feeling guilty and Sing deciding Eddie. not to do it. Sing oh, it. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Ooh, I'm not gonna steal these Funyuns. Yeah, it deters potential shoplifters. It turns out that mirrors yeah, right. have been found to make people feel guilty oh, if they're two. doing something wrong. So the reflection's like, hey, yeah. we shouldn't steal these Funyuns. It's like a TV show and I start to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's me. You know, I'm you. <laughs> no. Okay. It doesn't mean you won't do it, but you're less likely to, so... Maybe that could work at home, too. You're making a decision. Go look at yourself. Uh, Luke Bryan performed with his zipper down. <laughs> I've done that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was doing a show in Florida, and uh, an audience member finally let him know. And after zipping it up, he pretty much scolded everyone else in the crowd for not telling him sooner. Yeah, that stinks. And I've done it. I did it. Uh, million dollar show too. Oh, and million he, dollar show. He was in Florida. You're in Florida. Yeah, Florida. Florida. The gravity in Florida is very zippery. <laughs> Full zippery. Yeah, down. Just right down. All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. Earlier this week, after grabbing some items from the grocery store, Linda Martin went back to her car and noticed that two of her three dogs were gone. Ooh. She said, I went to unload my groceries and 
There was only one dog in the car, not three. And so she gets on social media. It's like, has anybody seen these dogs? Oh, my God, I'm here. One of Linda's friends saw her post. It's like, all right, I'm coming out to look. So then as she's driving to go look near the grocery store, a car drives by. and She sees what looks like two of those dogs in somebody else's car driving down the road. Oh, like they were stolen? So chase them. This person follows the car. <laughs> yes. The car stops. This, her friend takes a picture of the dogs. Send it to her. She goes, that's them. Took a picture of the license plate. Police were alerted to the situation, responded, and then arrested the thief who took the dogs because the thief said that she wanted to save the dogs. Mm. Now, here is specialist Jeffrey Williams talking about animal crimes. Here in Seaside, we don't take animal crimes lightly. We will prosecute to the fullest extent of the law for animal crimes. So they save the dogs. What about the third dog who's sitting there by themselves going, am I not good enough to be taken? I know. Right. Why wasn't he stolen? Exactly. If you want to save them, save all three. <laughs> Maybe they ran out of time. That's from the judge. I'm like, you're lying because you didn't save all three. Correct. The pups were reunited. Everybody's happy. But that is crazy. It's also crazy that she saw it driving by in the car. Yes, it is. Thank you. In rhythm. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lunchbox, do you know John Brennan John? from the real world? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, John Brennan. He would be... The cowboy from That's it. like season right. two. John Brennan was an 18-year-old aspiring country singer when he was scouted at a studio by an MTV exec who said, you're the kind of person we're looking for for the real world Los Angeles. Man, see, I never got scouted like that. So I don't, did you like him on the show? Yeah, he's good. He, he was interesting. He didn't really party or anything. He was kind of like, um, and he didn't do the, you know. I, I don't know anything. No, no, he was uh, waiting for marriage. Got it. So yeah. People Magazine has a story where he's out talking about now how that the reality thing was a bit of a struggle, and he's driving Uber now, and he's doing anything he can. So, And I guess the, oh, man. The, the point is, one, I'm glad he's out sharing a story, and he's working hard, probably just providing a living for his family. Wait, he's a singer, though. We should bring him in. And then, two, that you think if you just go on Real World, you're set for life. Yeah, back in the... Well, I mean, he obviously didn't do a good job of parlaying it into the challenge. Like, he... That's right it, you now, have to parlay. He, he should still go and be on the challenge right now. If he's driving Uber, he can take time off from that and go on the challenge. They are always looking for people. Why don't you consult him then? I'll tell him. He said that a big problem was that he would get recognized and record labels would be like, wait, oh, you're a reality star? Oh, that'll never last. It's flash in the pan. Oh. Yeah, they didn't understand what reality TV was back then. And that's crazy that he was just trying to get a record deal. They recognized him, said, put him on the real world. And then he came back and he didn't make it. In the Nowadays, that would be huge. Every record label would be like, oh, yeah, sign that guy. Sign that guy. He has a song called True Story, which is number 12 on the positive country music charts. Positive. There's a positive country music what is chart? That? I don't know, but where's the negative country music chart? Oh. Yeah. That'd be tough, too. We can play a bit of it in a second if you guys want. Oh, I'd love to hear yeah. it. I'd love to hear it. He occasionally regrets what reality fame did to his life. Mm. He stayed true to who he was and open about his faith while making friends. It's from People Magazine. Which, could we give Lunchbox language to what he was like, couldn't say, and it's abstinence? He was practicing abstinence? Hey, no, it's not that he couldn't say. He didn't know the word. Right, that's what yeah. I know. Oh, I mean, okay. Like we're, I'm giving I thought you it, meant like, he was holding it back. No, no. No, no, I think he was like, not he, doing it till marriage. Right. Right. But you, like, said. couldn't. But why do we have to say abstinence? That's the word. We don't say abstinence. <laughs> you just just say he wasn't doing it till marriage. Okay, That's I'm just saying there's a word for it. One word for it. Abstinence. Abstinence. Yep. Everyone but knows. Then, then you'd be like doing what? And then you got to talk even more. Because you, I feel uh, like you're trying to sound smart when you say that other word. No, it's just no, a big word. No, that's what words are there for. Yes. Okay. To abstain from something. It's fine. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go do the investigative corny. We have 90 <laughs> seconds, and then we're gonna play some of this song in just a minute. Okay, here we go. This is Amy. Ready? Ready. Ready, team. Ready. All right, let's go. The morning corny. Where do spiders do their Halloween shopping? Web, 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 Okay. What do you call a skeleton that won't do any work? Lazy bones. Lazy bones. Ding. Let's okay. Go. What's a vampire's favorite kind of dog? Bloodhound. 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 Yeah. Let's okay. go. Okay. Okay. Um, where do vampires deposit their paycheck? The blood bank. Blood bank. Four. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, what do you call a ghost hornet? Booby. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, it's it. Okay. One more, we set the new record. One more, we set the new record. I like that one. Booby. Uh, okay. What's a vampire's favorite TV show? This is going to be hard. Uh, okay. True Blood. Uh, 
True. Oh, that Buffy. could be it. No, it's got to be whatever they did on your sheet. No, yeah. Buffy no, the Vampire you Slayer. You gave it to us. You cannot True back blood down. blood is good. No, it has to be what's on the page. We will not blood? accept a championship that's not real. What else is blood? Blood dragon. Blood. It's more of a... Suck eat me. Play on words. Okay, do it again. What's a vampire's favorite nerdy TV show? You can't give us hints or yeah, it's not a legitimate championship. Yeah, I can. Big, big blood theory. Keep big, going. Big blood big theory. Blood, big blood bang. Big bang. Big bloody. Big no, bang. It's big fang. Yes, that's it. But it doesn't count. It Why? 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 Go ahead. What? What's a ghost's favorite soft drink? Uh, Diet Coke. Boo drink. Uh, Dr Pepper. Boo soda. Pepsi. Scary Bob. soda. Sprite. Sprite. What's Mountain a ghost's favorite? Spirit. Mountain Boo. Mountain Boo. Yeah, why are you giving go, up? Go, okay, go. how can you spot a wealthy vampire? Rich. Rich blood. Money. Yes, okay. Rich blood. Wow. Wow. It's a record. It's a record. Okay, but we can't have that. It was only a two-man We can't have Big Fang. Why, big why did you quit then? in the but middle of it? I didn't. I didn't feel no, good you, you about it. Up. But I, Lunchbox got Mountain Boo. Okay, and we can have that one, and we and just I got rich blood. But you can't. That was already over. But you can't oh, give I, us hints, or it's not a legit yeah, championship. Yeah, but I should have said I didn't even think about True Blood, so therefore I needed to insert the word nerdy, or y'all would have never gotten there. What See? was that one, Amy? Big Fang Theory. Oh, Big Fang Theory. Why? Are I, you, I don't like. I don't like down? people giving me charity. That wasn't so charity. So did we break the record? Yes. Oh, I know we broke it, dude. It doesn't feel good. Oh, it feels great. Come on, let's that celebrate. Wasn't okay, go ahead. Let's celebrate. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Bones. We got six. Kay. New record. Yeah. And That's awesome. Well, I don't feel good, good about it. I don't feel good about it either. Why? I do want to feel good. I want to hear some positive country. Oh, okay. come on. Yeah. We, have it, we have it now. Okay, here we go. Ray, the name of this song is? True Story by John Brennan. Okay, here we go. Yeah. An American dream only they could understand. All right, healthy super fans or super dorks? They're Costco super fans who have traveled over 220,000 miles. They visit over 200 Costco warehouses. They've done them all here in the States and in 14 countries total. They love the mega store. Now, I'm going to read you this story, but I want to ask you what's the nerdiest thing that you do. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be as nerdy as this. I, I can appreciate it if they love doing it. Good, good for them. But in the last seven years, David and Susan Schwartz have went to visit over all these Costcos. Wow. I mean, hundreds of Costco stores that they've been to. Well, what's the difference? Nothing. Uh, yeah, they're all kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. They say we went to Paris and didn't visit a single museum, just Costco. No. <laughs> Our friends really struggled to understand that. The they went on a 1,582-mile road trip from New York to Omaha to see the Omaha store. Oh, my gosh. When they checked off their final Costco in Ohio, they gave him a big old cake saying, congratulations, you did all of America. Cool. He is a former investment banker, and he was just kind of like, what do I want to do? I love Costco, so let me go drive around and see them all. Maybe I'll write something about it. But yeah, so that's it. They're seeing the Costcos. So, healthy super fans or super dorks? Super dorks. I mean, this is the dorkiest of dorks. They've wasted so much money traveling to Costcos when they are literally almost all the same and they got a cake. I mean... The fact that they said, oh, our friends don't understand. The fact they have friends oh, is shocking. That, you, Super shocking part. dorks. Would you go to, and think it was fun to do every Major League Baseball stadium? Yes. Okay, I would say that's, that's the same that's But the they're same all thing. different. No, they're all, uh, every Major League Baseball well, stadium they all have the different. bases that are exactly the same distance. <laughs> no, no. They all play by the same exact rules. No. Just like every store is going to be built di- the same dimensions. They probably sell hot dogs there. Yeah, they're very similar. No. I, mean, I think going to all the Costco's to me feels lame, but I can't really say it's super dork 
if I'm not going to call myself a super dork. Yeah, but also for Lunchbox, I mean, he would travel the U.S. visiting all the real world homes. And he waited hours to meet a pregnant teenager. Yeah. No, she was not pregnant. She already had a kid. She okay. was a teen mom, though. She was Correction. famous because she was a yeah. pregnant teen. How long did you wait? Hour and a half. So, what's the nerdiest thing you do, Amy? Bird bingo. What? Bird bingo. Yeah, bingo cards with birds on them? Yeah, so if I you mean, see one, you put a <laughs> thing oh on it. Who are you playing against? I, I mark through it. So I have a laminated thing, and then I have like a dry erase marker, so that way you can start over <laughs> like once you've mm-hmm. finished and when you see the birds. Because sometimes I have regular visitors at my feeder, and I have others. Like just this week, an owl showed up in my backyard. I haven't been bingo! Able, I, wow! I, I, I've never been able to cross off an owl in my yard. It's bird bingo in my yard, not just, you know, if I'm hiking in the park, I don't get to cross anything off, but Bard Owl, check this week. Yeah. Eddie? That's cool, Amy. Uh, Man, okay, so I spend a lot of time on Google Earth. So I I watch old black and white movies, and then I find out where they were shot. And then I go to that location on Google Earth to see if anything's changed. Sometimes the buildings are still there and like, that's crazy. And then you move the Google Earth camera to match what's on the TV screen and I pause the TV screen. And I'm like, that's really cool. That's so dorky. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Lunchbox? Oh, man, I'm going to admit this. Uh, I keep my stats for my soccer games. Uh, Your adult rec league soccer games? <laughs> that is awesome. You keep them where? I just write them down like on a piece of paper when I get home and I'm like, all right, two goals scored, one assist, and however many minutes played. That's and hilarious. Then, Amy, why'd you turn your t- chair away from him? Are you cringing? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But I'm like, how many minutes played? Like, has, have you ever had to go home and be like, one minute? No. No. Oh, okay. What's the lowest? Oh, 20 minutes. I don't think he would go play the game if they didn't tell him. Yeah, in one minute, I w- wouldn't even be yeah. worth my time. No. So I just keep the stats, and at the end of the season, I look at him like, oh, man, you had a pretty good season. And I throw it in the trash. <laughs> and then you next should season, upload I, him. You should I, keep it in a binder. You should do a, a, a diary. Yeah. Yeah. Dear diary, I made a goal at the 340 mark. Hey. <laughs> it felt good. You have a little diary now. I don't know if you want me to ask about I don't know. I didn't mean to ask about it right now, but you have a, something you're writing in lately. I've never seen it before. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Yeah. I keep so many notes on things here at the but desk. That's new. So I keep notes on everything. I write notes. I put it on my phone. I put it. I just needed a different place for a different set of notes. I oh. like it. That's what I do. Notes. See, no, I no, notes. Those are scribbles. <laughs> I have daily things I need to accomplish in my phone that I check every day. I have things during the show that I need to talk about or do, and this is other creative projects that I'm working okay. on here. All right. I just, I, when I walked in your office the other day, you were writing that and I was like, oh, is he journaling? I, I didn't know. I think Amy's amazing. <laughs> um, that's funny lunch. Yeah. If that was one of us doing it though, you'd make fun of us. For sure. That's why I never admitted it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Morgan, do you have anything? Yeah. So every Thursday night when there's a Marvel movie releasing, I go to the premiere. Like ever since I binge watched the first part of it, now I have not missed a single Marvel movie premiere on You've Thursday You've been night. a big Marvel person. Like, Mm-hmm. Like you're a little too normal to be that into it. Oh no, and I love it, and I'm not, dressed not, up as multiple of the yes, characters. That's a bad thing. I, I just don't assume people that have good balance in their life really get that into stuff. <laughs> and you, you're dedicated to that. That's yeah. cool. I yeah. like it because again, you're not hurting anybody. It's fine. Yeah, I like them going to all the Costco's. They're super fans. They're not hurting anybody. They're enjoying their life. They know what it's all about. Um, I probably. My, one of mine's similar to Eddie's. I'll go on deep dives of every 90s sitcom person in the history of sitcoms, and I'll read their whole Wikipedia. I'll go search their Instagram, see what they're up to now, or if they're dead. Or so I do that. I think that's why I know everybody's name that was in a show. But probably the the nerdiest thing is I followed football and basketball recruiting rankings with all the high school kids. That's crazy. Starting in tenth grade. 
10th grade? I mean, like you want to get ahead like of it. Your junior year from 10th to 11th grade, you get your first rating. And so I'll follow them. I, and I'll, I subscribe How many, to, I subscribe to so two services. Are you following them now? I don't follow them on Instagram. <laughs> no, 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 no that's But I like follow creepy. and see where they go. You yes. ever go to their games or anything? Like if they're in I, town? Listen, I, I don't want to. No, I don't. But I'm not saying I'm too. <laughs> it just already feels weird because I'm following what's. 16, 17, 18-year-old kids are doing with their life. Yeah, but somebody's doing that for a job. I know, it's not my job. Like, okay, I'm paying yeah. two different services to do it <laughs> just to see where they're going. So that's probably it. Now on Borders, it's not creepy. It's not. No. But I'm just really invested. If you follow them on Instagram, that'd be creepy. I'm not. I don't follow <laughs> a single one of them. That's right. Morgan, did you see Bigfoot? <laughs> I feel like I did. Well, I didn't know about the story oh, until Morgan sent it to me, and then I saw it everywhere. Maybe because I clicked it and... Yeah, and then they fed it to me, up. but they're on a train in Colorado, right? Yeah, and you just see this figure walking, and I'm telling you guys, it doesn't look like an animal. Like, I watched this video multiple times, be like, it's a bear, it's a deer, it's something else. This thing is on two legs, mm-hmm. and it's huge. It's big. It's walking, like, through the sagebrush. This couple, there's a lot of people on the train. They just have their, their phone, and you see it out there, and they're like, what is that? It almost looks like it's pooping. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it's really? squatting. I thought it, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, squatting to hide, I thought. But. Oh, I thought it was... See, I went to pooping. I honestly <laughs> yeah. thought it was pooping. So the guy from Wyoming is a 44-year-old contractor. He's not somebody that hunts big feet. Yeah. So this is not his Sasquatch. thing. Yeah. So they say it was at least six, seven feet or taller. It matched the sage in the mountains. So he was camouflaged. If you asked before our trip, we would have said... Maybe, but now we're convinced. That's from the New York Post. Wow. What I'm convinced. You ever see that beef jerky commercial with Bigfoot? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> what I'm convinced is that somebody's screwing with the train. Yeah, because uh, to me, I felt like it looked like they had on camouflage. Yeah. No, they just look like the sagebrush, the color of the sagebrush. And that's a really big dude. Like, come on. All right. But I'm if you put that speed. costume on, you're going to be big because the costume's big. Yeah, but you believe in aliens. I don't. This is the clearest. No, no, no. I don't believe in aliens. What I believe is there's so much we can't see. I right. would say Bigfoot on Earth. We've seen everything on Earth, basically. We have helicopters we can fly over all parts of Earth. Yeah. Unless it's in the water, we've seen it. This is the clearest footage I've ever seen of Bigfoot. It, it isn't even clear. It's, it's far. It's not that clear. Really? Why didn't they zoom in with their little pinchy fingers <laughs> and get closer to Bigfoot? <laughs> I do not think it's Bigfoot. It definitely is not a bear. He just looks like the Sasquatch commercial, the beef jerky guy. <laughs> he does look like that, dude. We'll put it up if you guys want to see it on our Facebook and Twitter. Did you see the video? Yeah, I don't think it looks real. What? I think it's my messing with a train. Like, yeah. it's a prank they yeah. do. But I can't He's tell. also out in the open. Like, it's not like it, there's hey. things around him that he could be coming from. Where, where did he come from? The mountains. His mama's womb. And not only that, you can park a mile down the road and be like, hey, we're going to mess with people on the train. Oh, you're still on the fake thing. Okay. I think it's a fake. I think it's somebody in a costume. You could live in the mountains, man. You could just be out in the day. Like It's just a hairy dude. <laughs> could be. Just one of the guys from ZZ Top. <laughs> a teacher made fourth graders watch Winnie the Pooh, the movie. How do you feel about that? It's fine, it's right? fine. Except it was the horror movie version of it. What? That exists? You don't remember when it came out? No. Because Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, I believe, is public domain because it was written so long ago. You can do whatever you want with that story. And they made a horror movie with Winnie the Pooh like a year ago or so. Didn't know that. You did. Oh, you never I, saw the no, we, we talked no. about it. Mm-mm. We did. Hmm. Don't remember. Do you that. guys ever listen to the show? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Even while it's happening. <laughs> okay. A fourth grade teacher in Florida got in trouble for letting his kids watch the movie Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Oh my! The live action <laughs> horror movie that came out this year. That's crazy that a teacher would do that on purpose. If they did it on purpose, if they think they're watching Winnie the Pooh mm. and Piglet, oh, and they man. put in the wrong one, I get it. It's okay. like the time our teacher showed us Forrest Hump. 
That's, a good That's one. pretty cool. <laughs> Do you want to hear some of the? Was trailer? that a real movie? No, I don't know if it was. If it was, it wasn't because we told it all the time. It, it was. A, if it was, it was a, a not a yeah. clean movie. And so he says, you know, he asked the kids what they wanted to watch, and they said Winnie the Pooh. They turned it on. They watched it for twenty or thirty minutes, and now the school's upset. It's called the Academy for Innovative Education. It's pretty innovative, if you ask me. Yeah. It's a charter school. They decide who to hire and fire. It sounds like he's keeping his job. That's okay. If he's a good teacher and this is his mess up, he's sent to me need to be fired. Mm. This does not look like it's for kids at all. No, whatsoever. no, it's not. It's a horror movie. I know it's not, but I mean, like, it's just, I just question his ability to make, make decisions. decisions. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure he's a great teacher. And it is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not even a cartoon. <laughs> the movie's not even a cartoon. No, yeah, right. Right now, I'm looking at a girl in a hot tub with her bikini on. Maybe he wanted to watch it. <laughs> he was like, all right, guys, we got six <laughs> options here. It's not even, it's not rated, although it is under the horror category. There's no way he should have showed it. But if this is his first offense, we don't fire him for this. We, we just should. go, don't be an idiot. Because we're all idiots at times. Yeah. Would you agree? Grace. Yes. Okay, thank you. Let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Just 28% of Americans love their job. Most Americans are not satisfied with their employment situation. The poll of thousands of U.S. adults, 28% said, ah, it's good. The rest are like, ah, it ain't good. Mm. I feel like most people, myself included, especially early, I didn't, I thought work was supposed to be miserable because everybody around me was miserable with their job. Oh, yeah. Like, that was my association with going to work. You just went and you hated it. And that's just what you did. You put in your time. It's like daytime jail. And you make money to hopefully pay the bills and struggle. And then you start again next month. Like, that was always (laughs) how I associated work. It was just misery. And so I'm very fortunate now where I've been able to kind of create and carve a path to have a job that I love. I love it. I love everything about it except the early hours. Even the pressure of it sometimes is cool. Like I like because you know I have to maintain a certain a certain rating because I need that competitive part of it. But I love my job. You? Yeah, I love my job, and those numbers that helps give me perspective. For if I ever don't, like it makes me very thankful that I am one of those that loves my job. Watch because so many people don't. Yeah, be ready. Lunchbox. My my job is all right. Okay, I don't hate it. But I don't, I mean, it's not the most amazing thing in the world. What would be the most amazing job? A real? What would be the most amazing realistic job? You have to work, though. Realistic. Uh, reality TV star. That's not, I don't know, you have to that's work. That's a job. But you would just do, your whole life, you can't do that. Why? They do it all the time. Johnny Bananas, what does he do? Reality TV. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. I think there's probably a few that have. CT, I mean, he just does the challenge every once in a while, wins it, wins a million bucks. Disappears for a year, comes back, wins again. I mean, what else you want to do? Let's take entertainment out of it. Oh. Man, I don't know what I'd do. That'd be pretty miserable. I wouldn't, like, I used to, I mean, cart guy at Sam's was pretty good. And delivery driver wasn't bad. I mean, I was making straight cash. It was enjoyable. It's probably different, though, now because of all the apps. Yeah, that, that's the problem is that a lot of places don't have delivery drivers because they use the Grubhub and the, the Uber you, Eats, Uber Eats yeah. and all that. DoorDash, oh. yeah. What about a school soccer coach? Man, I don't want to be, because I got to be a teacher. Like, that sucks. You could teach history. Oh, just teach we, had, we had coaches that were awesome coaches, but yeah. they didn't care about teaching. <laughs> they were garbage teachers. Yeah. And it, they, they knew that you knew they were garbage teachers. Yeah, I'd have to teach uh, health because that was easy. You just show videos. You can probably make anything easy if you're the teacher. That's from Yahoo. 
Uh, doctors disconnect half of a six-year-old's brain in a life-changing surgery. Saw that. Crazy, huh? And and they're not going to reconnect that. It's and just... they say that you can still have a functioning, like, quality life. Yeah. So she's six years old. She underwent a 10-hour surgery to disconnect half of her brain. She was diagnosed last year with Rasmussen's encephalitis. It's a disease that inflames your brain. It happens to about 500 kids every year. After surgery, her entire left side of her body has now been turned off. Whoa. Before the surgery, she had daily seizures that led to learning disabilities and temporary paralysis, but it could have been forever paralysis. Wow. She was treated with anti-seizure medication and steroids, but the disease just continued to progress. And the surgery is now completed, but now the right side is trying to figure out, and they say it will figure out what the left side's not doing. Wow. And mm. doctors say with a half brain, you can still live a whole life. Mm. That's amazing. She will still be the same person, they say. The six-year-old may lose a bit of peripheral vision and some fine motor skills with her left hand, but even they don't know that that's permanent because, again, this is such a rare thing that they did, much less a disease, 500 kids a year. That's a lot. That's, that's not many. That's a rare disease, but, like, shutting off part of your brain is not a normal procedure they do. So whenever anyone has it done, they obviously monitor and study them because the brain is so full of nuance. It does every little thing differently for different reasons. But I'm just sitting here thinking about the people that, you know, come up with this sort of stuff. And, and you like, wonder hey, if at some point you can cut off half the brain and donate it if only half the brain is needed. Mm. Like, is this temporarily like a uh, back in the day when they realized you could donate an organ or cut off part of an organ? Sure. And they're like, what? It grows down. And now everybody would be like, I'll give half my brain. I don't well, use but, it anyway. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that in that case, though, the part they had to turn off was the one causing. Like, if you removed it and used that somewhere else. Oh, you, like, wouldn't, you wouldn't use that part. That was a, that's broken. Okay. Yeah. The broken part. I would say if somebody had a completely healthy brain and somebody had, in the future, had some sort of brain okay. cancer or disease. Yeah. Could, could you? I'm sure you can at some point. Listen, we're going to advance so far techno with technology and technologically until the world explodes and then it starts over again. The new world? Whatever. That's just what happens. Have you guys have seen that documentary Terminator 2, right? Yeah. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah, Just yeah. making sure it's a good one. It's yeah, a crazy yeah. one. Jada Pinkett Smith reveals her and Will Smith have been separated since 2016. Well, then why they put us through all this crap? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, why Will we Smith goes and smacks Chris Rock because he's <laughs> talking about my girl. You ain't been with her for six, four, seven, seven years. But even in separation, he probably still loves her in a who knows what kind of way. But No, but they were making it seem like they were together. Right. Yeah. And they would do that constantly. Like, go hold hands award show. It's not our business. But I mean, they were like, here we are. And the people would be like, oh, they're dating other people. And they were like, no, we're not. But yeah, no, you were you were not together. No, she admitted. She, she admitted it, yeah. yeah. On the Red Talk table, she did. She came out and did, but she didn't at first. Okay. Oh, yeah. Does so, she have a book out now? Is this what all the stuff's coming? <laughs> uh, it's from a primetime special. Oh, okay. With, with Hoda. Okay. So yeah, yeah, she admitted that on the Facebook podcast that they were doing, but only after it had been a thing for a long time. And we had a lot of rumors about Will Smith too, but a lot of rumors about me, and almost all of them are true. <laughs> uh, dating apps, not really for dating, some people say. Researchers found that a surprising number of people are using dating apps for a few reasons that aren't dating. Number one, for entertainment. Number two, to pass the time. And number three, for boosting their self-esteem. I would assume people that say they're using the dating apps for those three things just aren't getting enough matches, and so they got to have a reason they're on the dating apps. They're like, yeah, yeah, I just use this thing for entertainment, man. Yeah. Well, the boost of self-esteem part, something has to be coming through, like a match or a compliment or a Or it's just you swipe. just 
try to match with people that you feel are lower on the number scale than you. Oh, like you're, you're not really interested right. anyway. Like me, if I were a six and I were on there, I'd be looking for twos to tell me how, how hot I was. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't be looking for eight to tell me because I wouldn't. Uh, that's from Cyber Psychology, Behavior, and Social Networking. The age-old question, elevator versus stairs. We know it's healthier to take the stairs because it's exercise. It's also faster now to take the stairs if you're in a hurry. A study from the University of South Carolina, because that's what they do. They study elevator versus stairs. <laughs> that's what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. That roughly walking up one flight of stairs was twice as fast as riding an elevator. Now, it starts to get a little different once you go up like six flights. You start to get tired. And you have to add that in. Yeah. So if it's like 100 flights, take the elevator. You can't keep up that pace. Well, it also depends how many people are in the elevator. How many stops are you making? Oh, that's annoying. All are factors, too. But I think if you go over like six or seven flights, just take the elevator. Okay. Right, yeah, because it's going to take you a while. And you're going to be sweaty. Who wants to be sweaty? <laughs> you go to the bathroom and wipe your back off with a paper towel. Hmm. I mean, I said so I've heard. <laughs> so you I've do heard. that? No, no, so I've heard. Health Magazine with that story. When did you completely stop getting assistance from your parents financially? Complete assistance. Complete no. We're not giving you anything. What age? Amy. 25. Eddie? Uh, thir- around 30. Lunchbox? Probably 18. But you, you live, you live with back them. with your family when you're working on the show. That's yeah. a lie. You lie, you're out. Morgan? Oh, no. That's not financial assistance. You live with yeah, your parents. You live I was with paying them. rent at uh, another place. At another place, but not rent to them. Right. And they were giving you a sit. Oh, I'm not believing that. Morgan? I think 26, if I remember correctly. So, researchers from North Carolina State University suggest most Americans rely on their parents for financial support long past their 20s. They found that two-thirds of adults rely on their parents for some form of material support between their late teens and early 30s. Parents continue to help with kids into their 20s and 30s with monetary gifts, vehicle purchases, mortgage assistance, business favors, loans, or letting their kids live with them after college. Yeah. Mine was a car. Like, they gave me their car. That is from Sociological Perspectives, a research journal. I did not mean to lie. I did not. You lie. No, we never trust you. We, no. You're known as the honest guy around here. The honest guy <laughs> honest, that always tells the truth. Honest Abe over here. I didn't realize you counted me living with them as financial assistance. Mm. That's, okay. That's, that's okay. Has to do with uh, you and dumb with now. Them. No, I really. No. I didn't realize you meant financial. <laughs> oh, assistance. I, mean, I thought you help. said financial. <laughs> uh, I'm a security expert. They say. This is uh, from the Daily Mail. It's a cybersecurity expert that says four words you should never click on to avoid your account being drained or being scammed. So a cybersecurity expert did this whole interview, and he says, never click these words. Agree, okay, no, or yes if it comes up in a pop-up. Just if a pop-up pops up, get it out of there. It ain't pop-up videos on VH1. You don't need to be looking at it. Get no, it out. No, yes, and what else? Agree. Anything pop I'm just going to say this. If it pops up because you're on a website, get out, get out of it. Decline. Get off of it. Excel. But people will click... Agree. Like, I don't want to do this. Agree. But then what you're doing is actually clicking a button. It's a scam anyway. They're not playing by any rules. So you find the X. And then spy. Yeah. And sometimes they they do an X. It's like a fake X. Oh, gosh, man. (laughs) Spyware can stealthily record sensitive personal information and financial information on your computer, like usernames, passwords, credit card numbers that you're typing in. That's from the Daily Mail. Mm. If it's it's a pop-up, just get out. I, I had therapy yesterday on Zoom and like a little emojis kept popping up while I'm on with her. And then all of a sudden fireworks were going up. You know how I was watching. The, I was watching it in emojis. So 
we didn't. She was. She wanted to X out and come back in, but I mean, I only had 50 minutes, and I didn't want to waste time. Like, so you just stood so there. So I was like, "Hey, it doesn't bother me if it doesn't bother you." And she's like, "Well, I'm not comfortable with it, but if you're saying okay, that's crazy. You stayed on there even though it was doing. But what? What could it possibly be? Somebody was watching. Somebody was watching. Like, and in. were they doing emojis based on what you were doing at the time? Well, there. Cry face. Cry face. Cry face. Cry face. No, I didn't cry yesterday. There was uh, the the party confetti. Mm-hmm. And but but was it when up. you would say something good? I, I started to say words eggplant, over eggplant, to eggplant. <laughs> if that would happen. I was like, okay, experiment, experimental, experience. And you didn't want to get out and get back in even though it took 30 seconds? Well, no. Now you're making me feel like I should have, but. I think it, takes no, have. it takes no time to do that. X. I just thought it was interesting to the, 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 the fireworks. Push the okay, off. camera, video, audio. It was just Zoom. Back. Well, who can get into Zoom? Uh, anybody. Uh, I think a lot of people, oh, really? actually. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. All right. Well, mm. okay. If anybody heard anything in therapy yesterday, <laughs> please keep it to yourself. <laughs> and they will, because if they were hacking, they're honest, good people. <laughs> yeah. For sure. All right. Thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Okay. Now, you guys can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. We'd love to talk to you. In about 45 minutes from right now... 10 Eastern, depending on when you hear this and what time zone you're in, but 10 Eastern tickets to my comedy show down in Vero Beach, Florida with the Jake Owen Foundation for charity go on sale at bobbybones.com. So bobbybones.com at 10 Eastern. Go and get your tickets there. Next segment, we've had some drama with the pallet business. We've tried to buy this pallet. Lunchbox has really screwed us over a few times, but he says today he's got good news for us. Okay. We'll talk about that coming up. And then... Ready. What are the rules if somebody spoils a TV show? Oh. Just making sure we... Cause oh, it's fine. Have grace. No, Beheading. that's not it. No, that's not Beheading. it either. <laughs> we have people that have spoiled a show. People. Oh, no. And, uh, here? Yeah. And, I did. And, Recently? And we have a rule and they need to be punished. Oh, Amy, what'd you do? Well, I'm not saying it's Amy. She's already... Oh, she just thinks it's her because she spoils everything accidentally. Those all... That's all coming up next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We like 30 seconds to reset this segment. We were all pitching ideas for us to do funny little investments so we could sell it back. For example, I saw another one where Michael Jackson's Pepsi jacket from 1984 is going up on the auction block and they think it'll get $460,000. Wow. So it's like pop culture memorabilia stuff. We were like, let's buy something all with our money together. That story's from TMZ, by the way. So Lunchbox goes, we should buy a pallet. And we're like, of what? He said, it's all returns from Amazon. And you don't even know what's in it, but you buy it. They try to sell them back individually and make money. <laughs> sounds awesome. And I'm like, that sounds so fun. So he gets 80 bucks from all of us. And then we find out he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, that's not accurate. You said we had to have insurance. You said we had to no, have no. a, a there license. Are some, no, no. There are some places that won't sell to you unless you have a reseller's license, uh, a business license. But you presented that to us like that was the place we were trying to go to. Well, that was the, that's where I had been doing research. And so I was trying to find a new place. Yes, that's my point. So, okay, I can't. So, so, did he find a new place? Right now, I want to, that's the bit, right? Come so on. that's what we've been trying to do. We all, he still has our money. What's the latest news? Guys, I've been calling places, emailing places, hitting the pavement running. You know what I mean? Pounding on doors like an entrepreneur. I think pounding the pavement and hitting the ground running are the two, but I like how you combined it. That's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like you're an entrepreneur, you got to grind. And that is what I did. And I got a hold of a place called Wholesale, Wholesale Pallet Outlet. And I called them and I got to talk to the owner, Matt. Where is this place? It's about... 35, 40 minutes from here. So it is local. Yes. Ish. Okay. Can we play the club? Did he clear it? Oh, he cleared it, man. Okay. Here is a place called Wholesale Pallet Outlet in Lebanon, Tennessee. But do they just sell pallets with nothing on it? No, no, They sell pallets of stuff. Okay. Here we go. Thank you for calling Wholesale Pallets. How can I help you? Uh, yes, man. I got a question for you. I am trying to do some research. So can I just show up and buy a pallet? Yes. How? So I raised $525 from my coworkers. What type of pallet can I get for 525 bucks? There's um, a wide selection of uh, pallets from several stores in the area. Cracker Barrel, uh, Walmart, Amazon. They range from probably 295 all the way up to $1,000 or higher. Most of them are in the range of 400 to $600. If I come, will I be able to fit the pallet in the back of a pickup truck or do you deliver them? And do I just show up and it's like a normal like Walmart and it's open from 9 to 5? Yeah, it's um, it's open to the public. You can come in. Uh, no appointments or anything like that required. 
um, and all the pallets, for the most part, do fit in the back of a standard pickup. What kind of items can I get in these pallets? Are we talking like like used underwear, or are we talking like high-priced items like vacuum cleaners, TVs, power tools? Literally anything that's sold at that store. Um, so generally the way that it's broken down is we'll say we have a pallet of Amazon mediums. Basically what that means is that you will get a pallet full of Amazon merchandise of approximately medium size. And yes, that could be a TV. It could be a camera. It Whoa, could be... Yeah. None of that is guaranteed. Yeah, but that, that's what makes the that's what makes it fun. Every, open up every box is always kind of like Christmas. Dude, this sounds amazing. We are going to come get a pallet, maybe two pallets, and we are ready to make that money, money, money. So my question is, how do we know they haven't looked through them already? He said they do not look through them. Well, then, <laughs> what's your source? Trust me, bro. You got to trust me. I, I mean, listen, Matt sounded like an honest dude. And he said, look, he what we he do did. is we buy a trailer full and they just put them out on the floor. They take them straight from yeah. the, the semi. Well, that's the business, buying the pallets and reselling them. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Being the middle guy. Golly. And that's what I asked him. I said, so what do you do? Pay $50 for a pallet and then sell it for 500 He goes, we're not allowed to disclose that. Exactly. But he said, I pay more than $50. That's pretty cool. Okay, so now we can go get one. So now we can get one. But he said two could fit in the back of a pickup truck. Here's the issue. Do we, we want to get two? You've strung us along and held our money hostage. So it doesn't feel good. But do we want to get two now? Kinda, yeah. But yeah, or, I agree. or or I, I want to get a bigger one. Oh, so like a thousand. Why can't one? we just do what we already committed? To I know. Do? He just but, for but, starters. I, mean, I know. I, I just a glutton for punishment because he just gets excited. So I get excited. Yeah. I mean, Matt I mean, did it's say it's like, like Christmas. Well, my dog. Like I start to, if I go, I'm like, woo! My dog gets excited because he just sees me doing it. <laughs> Like, that's me and Lunchbox. Yes, and this guy said we can follow the Facebook page, and that's when they we can tell when they get new shipments. But they're, they have them all the time. But sometimes they get a truck on Tuesday, and that's when you get the brand new ones. Wow. So so do we want to buy two? No, let's just buy one. Ugh. Eddie's the voice of reason. Oh, thank you. And what store no- are we going with? Cracker Barrel? What are we doing? We don't know the options, so Lunchbox going to have to go out there. Oh, I yeah. know what we're getting. I've been doing research, guys. But you don't get to decide. We're, it's a group. We all have the same amount of money in. I understand. But I believe we want Amazon Medium. Because if you do. Because he said that in that call. <laughs> That's literally the research. You listen no, back to it. No, no. Like if you get like Amazon Small, you're going to end up like a bunch of, with a bunch of box of markers. Yeah, watch, and you, watches you, and stuff. Well, then why not go Amazon Extra Large? Ooh. Get like a house. You can get pillows though with that. Like who wants pillows? Like <laughs> Medium is the sweet spot according to all the blogs of people that do this. Amazon Medium is what you want. So how much is that one again? It's, that's the five hundred dollar range. Okay, okay, we got. That. How much do we have total? We have five hundred and twenty five dollars. Okay. Let's go. And if it ends up being like five sixty or five seventy, go ahead and get that. And yeah, we'll we just will cut you back with the ten twenty bucks. Man, guys, are you sure you don't want to? Right now, no. Okay, but there is options to reinvest. Right now, sure. we're just getting the pallet. No, no, no. It's good. We just gotta get to one pallet because I'm. Yeah, like Eddie said, we need to stick with the basics. One yeah, pallet. Man, this is so awesome. Yes, because you still have to do all the legwork of selling this to make the money. Oh, we don't worry about part. that. That's no problem. No, That'll be done. Worry about that. We worry about everything with you now because yeah. you trick us. Yeah. <laughs> when can we get this? Uh, we can get it next week. They said, you know, we're open. Can and we do it on by Tuesday show? Yeah, we on Tuesday show. So I, Tuesday, yeah. I mean, we can go after the show Monday. I mean, I'm ready. Okay. I, I just need my driver. Uh, you need your partner. Who yeah, who has a truck? Yeah, yeah exactly. The Not really a driver, a partner. <laughs> so I just don't know if he's available to go on Monday okay. after the show. We'll work it. Or maybe we need to be right there when it opens. Maybe we need to buy it. And they just bring, hey, they bring the forklift. That's cool. And they put it right in the back of the truck. Jump on it. Lay yeah. it on Friday. <laughs> but you're the only one. 
Find out what's up. Maybe we do that. If, if it opens at like 8 a.m. or something, we just go out there and have you ready. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know why I let him get me excited because he just... I know. Ends up crapping on it all. It sort of is a little bit exciting. Heck We're yeah. finally doing wanna, it. Wanna Amazon Medium. <laughs> oh, I just got a text from a buddy. And Chris, he said, I actually live near the pallet place. I've been. It is amazing. All right. That's sold well, me. If your buddy says it, I'm in. All right. <laughs> there's a video of these people on an airplane, and there's a whole swarm of mosquitoes on the airplane, too. Oh. Ooh. Oh, that's terrible. That's dirty. That's nasty. That's gross. And that sucks. Mosquitoes are awful. And sometimes they'll hit you, and you're like, did I get got? And then, like, 20 minutes later, you got a big nut. You're like, I got got. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Sometimes I'll be on the toilet and there'll be one flying around. I'll be like, mm. well, I can do nothing. Okay. <laughs> Just let them live. Can't go kill, can't get up. <laughs> That's a pretty helpless feeling. Got to be what they feel like when they're on the airplane. But yeah, they're on this flight. It's public. It's a you know commercial airline. And cell phone shows these flight attendants waving their arms and like trying to get, but they're, they're in the plane. There's nothing ah. they can do. While the flight was uh, supposed to land, they... They had to, like, land it, I guess, in the same spot, but they got there earlier. Can they not just go faster then, generally? Hmm. Maybe everything's timed out, meaning there's a certain speed you can go, but if you have other flights landing, you have to yeah. come in. Because why not? Is there a speed limit? If we can get there faster, why didn't we get there faster to begin with? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, yeah, that would suck if there were mosquitoes there. You ever think about the mosquitoes, though? Like, they woke up in Florida, and then they're going to, like, New York. I don't think mosquitoes know the difference in what... <laughs> they don't? Or, or even if land has been oh boy. qualified or quantified. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just thought they'd get out of the plane and be like, dude, we're in Arizona now. What's up this with the crazy. palm tree, John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I do want to talk about this for a second. We have a rule on this show. We try not to spoil movies or TV shows. Absolutely. And if we do, there is always a punishment just to remind people that we're watching out and to remind people that we're also making sure people pay for their... Crime. Grew up. Whatever. Yeah. So I don't even want to say what the show is yet, but it happened during yesterday's post show, and two of you went on and on and ruined something. Guys, we can't do this stuff. Hey, Mike, do you want to come to... Mike's on your brought it to my attention because I didn't even realize it. Without saying even the show or the people, just kind of acknowledge what happened. Eddie said the name of a show in relation to something Bobby was talking about, and then Amy went on about what happened in this show. It was a clear spoiler. What show? I didn't even realize it was so clear of a spoiler. Yeah, I remember that. What was it? Whoa, 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 whoa. I just said a name of a show. I didn't spoil nothing. No, I was talking about probably hallucinogenics Ah, or something. ah. I'm not going to say what the show is, and you yell out the name of a show, and then Amy goes, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this. Oh. I don't feel like that's. Oh, a, for I feel like sure. You know that? No, that is a major. That's like spoiler. major spoiler. Yeah, Amy. And I'd like to apologize to all of our listeners who were listening on the post. I didn't even hear it then, or I would have probably taken it down. It's up now. It lives. Okay. So, well. what should their punishment be? Whoa, whoa! Really, I shouldn't be part of this. All <laughs> I did was name a show. Like but, I uh, the thing that you named, you could have said no, the like, thing "Hey, that, Corn no. Nuts," and I was at Seinfeld. Who, who, and, and if Seinfeld, and I would have ruined that. And joke. if there was a big part of Seinfeld. No, 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 no. Because this is how it happened. If you said hallucinogenics and then he says the show name, then that's you absolutely are, a spoiler. That is a spoiler. And then Amy, you furthered it. And you were like, well, then sure. here's what happened in episode six. If you said hijack and I said hijacked. No, no. that's not that. How do you not see what's Airplanes happening? Airplanes I can hijacked. own what I get what I did wrong. How do you not I see I don't it? get what I did okay, wrong. The, You'll be put on the wheel of punishment you, next he, week. He, he, Man. he opened the door. I just Oh, for sure. It. Eddie started it. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be put on the wheel of punishment next week, whatever it lands the wheel on. Wheel of punishment. Yeah, I, I don't know, like I hate that. It. I hate it for you guys. What's on there? We don't know yet. No. We have some ideas. You go to a breakfast place and you tell a series of corny jokes out loud until someone laughs. No. no. Lunchbox no. puts on a blindfold and tries to apply lipstick to you. Fine. No. I mean, yeah. That was <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> 
I, or Text really, our CEO a random meme or photo with yes. no context. Oh, Anytime. oh I like I that. that. Yes, I've already emailed him. Put a blindfold on and let someone else feed you a mystery food item. Fine. Uh, There's just a bunch of these, but we'll we'll do it next week. Okay. And both of us have to do. I that? need you to admit you're wrong, though, I, so, I I can, am so the wrong. judge can. Okay, thank or, you, Amy. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah, no, I, I know, yeah, man. I didn't even think how that would. I be. mean, when you don't admit it, your punishment's worse. I know so, the judge uh, is about to go yeah, extra hard. Really? Yeah, so I got to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. Or I can't no, contest. Stand. no contest. <laughs> I don't hey, know let's go to Walt in St. Louis real quick. Walt, we appreciate you calling the show. What's up, buddy? Uh, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um, there was a winner last night in the big lottery, but unfortunately it wasn't in Tennessee, but there's some $50,000 winners out there. So ah. checking on your finances for Lunchbox to buy more pallets if somebody had a big winner there. That's true. Scuba. The you guys participated in. Did you already check all the numbers? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That yeah. tone sounds like we God, won. God, I hate this one. Yeah, I know. It's always California that wins. I feel like this But what about the 50000 that doesn't matter. I was going for the one point six. No, no, no. It'd be awesome if we won like five thousand bucks each. That'd be crazy. It'd be pretty cool, yeah. But we didn't. We won nineteen dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thought he was going to say nineteen thousand. I was like, okay. <laughs> the California Powerball one point seven three billion dollars. The winners out there. One what? winner. Wait, one what? winner. That is always California. Always one winner. It it's is, always Cali. Yep. Uh, in Fraser Park near. L.A. and Bakersfield in between those two places. Wow. It's a remote area in the middle of nowhere, which I want to investigate to see if it's even true. No, it's. I always tell you, it's a remote middle How of nowhere gas station. How are you to investigate, though? Fly out there, go to the place, see if they even sell a lottery. It's not even a gas station. Like, what is, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's like here? a liquor store. And you don't think that they've already invested when it comes to $1.7 billion. Remember that one they had recently where a woman claimed that she won and she didn't win? They still haven't identified who the winner is for but that But they never one? gave her the money. I know, but I feel like there's something going on here. This is shady. Why is it always there's, California? There's a difference, too, in exactly. like bingo. I played bingo with my grandma. We'd play at like the Elks Club or the Benedictine Manor. And you go and you have your daubers and you know, bingo. That's and fine. And everybody's like, oh, God dang. They start, but then the person would accidentally mess up. And they'd be like, oh, looks like we don't have a bingo here. G46 was not called. Yeah. And so then half people have thrown their cards away already. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like, we got to keep going. They're like, oh, man. Now. They didn't give that person the money. They're not going to give this person the money if it's not real. But I'm sure it's real. I used to, uh, bingo, I used to bingo like crazy. Bingo was fun, dude. Yeah. Then my grandma got in trouble, got arrested. Then she drove around a van. And she got in trouble for bingo? Well, it was like gambling. Uh, and so they were like, you can't do that anymore. They like raided the place. And so my grandma, always on top of it, she rented a van, big van, and put a bunch of old ladies in the back of it. And they drove around playing bingo in the van for money. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Your grandma's she, really cool. She found a way around. That's sure. like that's like the gambling boats on the water. Like, can't get us. International <laughs> waters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so we didn't win the lottery. Oh, uh, no. We got two people being punished next week for spoiling a show. Wow. Uh, well, has he owned it? Uh, yes, I owned it. What do you want me to do? Uh, what do you it's plead? Not- <laughs> what do you plead? Guilty, I guess. Guilty, I that, guess. That, guy, that doesn't... It works. Mm. It works. I mean, the people know. The people know the real story. That yeah, is the real spoiled story. the show. <laughs> uh, on uh, OnStar shut down a car that was being carjacked. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool and scary. <laughs> the alleged carjacking happened at Pilot Travel Center. That's just one of those pilot gas stations, yeah, right? One yeah. of the big cool ones. Where the car's owner said he had gone inside to buy snacks, left the engine running because he didn't want the chocolate to melt. Like, I felt that. Like, I get it. Sure. You shouldn't leave your engine running, but also, like, I don't want the chocolate to melt either. No, it's terrible. <laughs> like, I get it. I do the same thing. Car was stolen. So they tracked it with OnStar. They're going about 100 miles an hour. 20 minutes into the chase after cops got into it they just called on store like hey um you shut this down shut her down yeah no problem they shut up they shut it off 
The car then lost control. Oh my. The car started flipping multiple times. <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, the car they... landed on the roof upside what? down. <laughs> Wait. The guy was only mildly injured. He then got out and ran from the wreck. That's what I'm talking about. But they caught him, and now he's facing a dozen charges, and he probably won't, you know, get to have that chocolate because he flipped it all. Yeah. So they don't, like, just slow it down slowly? They just go to an abrupt halt? Well, no, and you know what's craziest about the story is this guy who stole the car was in applying for a job at that gas Pirate. station when uh, he sees it and then steals it oh so man. they like to know who it is <laughs> they have Got all, all his info everything <laughs> they have everything so I'm assuming they shut the car down but he probably reacted to that like oh man what's going on I don't know if a shutdown means like a lock up yeah like does it go does, does it stop and slowly fades out or does it go Hoo! and lock itself up tight that would be crazy yeah, and then start going boom ba boom ba boom yeah, yeah. Uh, 10 eastern Tickets to, it's 15 minutes from right now, depending on where you are. Um, tickets to my comedy show with Jake Owen. It's a charity show in Vero Beach, Florida at bobbybones.com if you want to get those tickets like 15 minutes. All right, thank you guys. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A woman went on a trip to Kenya. She's on her way back and she's like, ooh, there's some giraffe poop. I want to make a necklace out of that. So she puts it in a box. Is that a thing, by the way? I've never heard of it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but you're not allowed to bring that stuff back. She tried to smuggle it into the U.S. and got stuck. Oh, yeah, Stopping customs. You can't bring, like, Poop? feces I mean, or you? anything that has any... <laughs> you can't bring food, really. Yeah, yeah. Much oh, less yeah. Poop. that. Yeah. But giraffe declare. poop as a, new, uh, as, as a necklace. necklace. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's part Bonehead just wanting to make a poop necklace. I think there's probably something to that, though. If she, I don't think she just sees random poop and goes, I like to wear that on my neck. There's got to be something about giraffe poop necklaces. Is it? Do they have an interesting form? No, I have no. I have no idea. I've never heard of it before. But I'm just saying, I don't think anyone just sees poop and goes, "I want to make it into a necklace." <laughs> I mean, they look like Hershey's kisses. I yeah, mean, big Hershey kisses. Cool. So it looks like you're wearing a bunch of Hershey kisses. <laughs> hey, you cool. know what's good? Those Hershey kisses that are cookies and cream. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I accidentally ones? got some of those, and they're really good. I just wish they weren't individually wrapped. You, you accidentally got some of those. Yeah. That's what kisses are, <laughs> what individually wrapped. Well, I was clicking Walgreens because I needed some milk for cereal, mm. and it popped up as one of those things you may want to accidentally push. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I accidentally uh, pushed is it. This, is this how you talk to your wife? Is it? Is it uh, what I, had happened was. See, I see. accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those, they're, they're pretty good. I like them. Um, so then what happened to her? Uh, they said she could face up to a fine of $1,000 for trying to smuggle the... Pooping. Yeah, you can't even walk fruit across the border from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I thought that was because of the seeds. You can't, like, plant that fruit here. Sure, I think it's all because of uh, either bacteria or seeds yeah. or disease. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's... I thought it was the seeds, too. What is? You're saying you can't bring it because of disease? There's a lot of stuff you can't bring across because of... Even the oh. seeds could have disease. Mees? Sleaze. I didn't think about <laughs> hey, that. Coat. Hey, I was always boat. nervous. I always liked to take my own lemons when I would go to Haiti to visit the kids. And Ooh. I would always get so nervous I was going to get busted with my lemons. What are you in for? Smuggling lemons. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're now my new girlfriend. <laughs> hey, I always made it. All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Big charity show in Florida on December 8th. It's the Jake Owen Foundation. I'm headlining. Eddie and I will be there, too, with the Raging Idiots. Uh, you want to come? We're not getting paid but we're asking you to pay. That's right. Because mm, the be money nice. goes to a good cause. Yeah. Uh, Vero Beach, Florida will be there. Tickets go on sale today. They may already be on sale now, as a matter of fact. They went on sale at 10 Eastern. So have at it at bobbybones.com. Let's do a movie review now with Mike. 
And now, Movie Mike's Movie Minute. This is a movie you can watch at home on Netflix. It's called Fair Play. It's an erotic thriller. Ooh. What is erotic? erotic? Yeah. Is, like, define Like, they're that? doing it? Yeah. Amy, you know what that is. <laughs> is it like Cinemax? Like Cinemax? Like uh, Skinemax? Soft stuff? Not as hardcore as that. Softcore, oh. I was going to say. Yeah, it's more yeah. softcore. No, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But there's a lot of doing it? Yeah, there's a lot of it. I just was... I, this, I, I, <laughs> this is a movie probably Lunchbox watch. I think you and Amy listens. would enjoy it. Okay. Amy. Thank you. She's single Fair now. play. Yeah. Okay. It's a... Call it, I, I would not even stop if it said erotic thriller. Like Me Cruel neither. Intentions. Is oh, that, oh, that's an erotic thriller? Yeah. I like Cruel Intentions. Yeah, like that. If they a, were young in that. Wait. And cool. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar... Yeah, what's another what's another Campbell? erotic thriller? Because I didn't know I eyes wide shut. I would even Ooh. classify "Don't Worry, Darling" as an erotic thriller. What was that one? The one with Harry Styles. They never did anything. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's erotic. They didn't oh. do anything. Uh, I would say erotic would make me feel erotic. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. That, that one didn't make the, me feel erotic. Or like was, Wild Things back in the nineties. That oh, just yeah. from this scene in the roller coaster, mm-hmm. famous scene. Lunchbox is taking notes. I, listen. I never saw Don't Worry Darling. I forgot about that because they, there was the, the what, movie. What movie did you say it was? Don't Worry Darling. Got it. Uh, the drama. There was drama with that one, right? Mm-hmm. With Olivia Wilde. Uh, okay. Florence Pugh? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. I'm writing that Let's down. give it to Mike's movie. It's an erotic thriller. <laughs> so it's about this couple who works on Wall Street, but they have to keep their relationship secret. Mm-hmm. So they get engaged, but can't tell anyone at work because it's against company policy. And they're both going for this big promotion. The girl gets- Against each other? Yeah. The girl gets it over the guy, and then it's all about how he reacts to it and how he hates the fact that she makes more than him and got the job he wanted. Oh. But it's lunchbox. But it's erotic. It's erotic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So also, you didn't spoil anything, right? That's the very No, it's all in the trailer. Okay. Oh, it's a good good rule to live by. It's in the trailer. Okay. Thanks, Mike. It's called Fair Play on Netflix, and what do you give it? I give it three out of five. It's a worthy watch, but if you don't like it after the first scene... Stop watching. Is it too erotti in the first it, scene? It's very intense in the first scene. It starts off with that, huh? It's pretty jarring. It sets the what? stage, man. <laughs> like I would encourage all you just to watch the first ten minutes of this movie. You got it. I'm down. If I have to do it, I'll do it. And you <laughs> it's for work. Your jaw will be on the floor after that first scene. Okay. What? Like what in the world could they possibly But if be you doing? took the erotti out of it, would it still be good? <laughs> it's yeah. Without the erotic, it's still a good thriller. Is this homework, Bones? Do no, no. I'm not assigning you anything erotic for homework. Eat this erotic cake. Uh, okay, three out of five. It is called Fair Play on Netflix. Yep. All right, Mike, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. See you tomorrow. John Party in studio tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. 
Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.